on this episode of the DTS podcast, Cena Side Squad? Sansa Stark or Jean Grey? The Last X-Men? Ending the game. The final War of Stars. Game of Game of Thrones update. Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. What we've been watching. All of that and more on this episode of the DTS podcast. Okay, here we go. Hello. Hi, what's going on? Derek, hello. It's uh what's up, man? How are you, Tony? You got, what's you up? You got beer. I yeah, uh I've got myself a beer. It is Thursday. King, King uh which which means this is our uh, third time in a row that we've been able to talk about the beer that I've been drinking. Tonight is uh, a drugstore cowboy. Um it's good beer. It's really good beer. That's from Franklin Street. Uh that means nothing to you. It's not a crappy or snob like me. But uh but yeah. Drugstore means something completely <laughs> different to me. So that's I love, I love <laughs> yeah. the drugs. Growing store. up on the east side, that's something a lot, lot, lot more different things on the east side than it is, a, you know, in a small little town like this. In a small town like this, a drugstore is literally the entire city, you know, as we yeah. were the meth capital of the world at one point. Well, you know, east side ride or die, baby. Uh, sure. Whatever you want to say, pal. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I got. I'm, now I'm Nola till I die, baby. No, Nola? What's yeah, Nola? Dude. The Indian Nola? Oh, the in, Nola? Indian Nola. I was like, New Orleans? What the fuck? No. I didn't know. No, no, I no. Still got any of those gang signs you knew back in the day? Can you throw any of them up? No. Nah, I know man. it doesn't it doesn't play on audio, but uh, you know. Uh, you know, once you've been to prison, it's like you can't you can't well, you're really still affiliate. Wearing, you're still wearing the blood red. Dude, uh, dude, so that's really, for sure. That's, that's all that really matters. This is a nationwide red, baby. Uh, but what what about you? What are you drinking tonight? Anything? I, I got I got this drugstore cowboy and then a king stew on deck. What do you got? Nah, I had some drinks earlier at this happy hour deal, but what if what if one of the kids gets deathly no injured? Beer? And I have to I have to drive to the hospital. You know, I have to think about I those mean, things. Yeah, Uber, Uber, Uber is a thing around you. I'm sure. Ugh, I don't think they originate in Indianola. It's, it's fine. I'll just drive the kids drunk. It's, it's cool. Listen, I'll just drive the kids drunk. It's fine. Listen, I had you got a guy, black, and blue, black and blue on your wall. You clearly are police strong. True that. I had a guy try to tell me today or convince me basically that drunk driving was a myth, and. Uh, he he really didn't have anything to support it, and I told him he's going to be a good politician because he just keep he just keeps saying he's right without any facts. He must be a big Trump guy. I don't know if he's a Trump guy because I I Talk want, to, I want to still like him, so I didn't want to ask that. But that's fair. I mean, listen, if you're a Trump guy, that's all. That's that. I'm not discriminating. I'm not prejudicing <laughs> Trump. What that uh, means? Yeah. Good segue. Uh, Trump huh. right into Suicide Squad um, <laughs> because I want to kill myself because he's the president. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy to even say that. Do you ever, do you ever just think about uh, the fact that I Donald Trump not, is our pregnant I president? Why not? To be honest with oh you. Oh my god, it's so I, bad. It, somebody brought it up today at work when I got there right at four forty-five, and I was just like, Dang, I can't. It's four forty-five in the morning. <laughs> why? Uh, I just, I, I didn't, I couldn't deal with it. So uh, no, I try. I do my best to uh, not have a whole lot of thoughts in my brain, and that's specifically one one of them I try not to talk about. Sorry for anybody that might be Republican listening, but you know he's fucking stupid too. So yeah, let's it's, not it's play okay. games. Just don't listen. Just just listen to your heart is all I can tell you. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's heart has to be like he, just pumped full of spray a, tan. 
he posted a Game of Thrones like Donald Trump thing today. Oh, did he? Oh, it's just bad. That's funny. Just bad. Just yeah, ruining. He's, he's so up on current events. He's ruining things I love, like America. <laughs> True that. He's making America great again. That's for sure. Yeah, one step at a time. Uh, one moving, suicide, suicide squad at a time. Yeah, one suicide squad at a time. Uh, as as a matter of fact, there's going to be a suicide squad. Yeah. And it's so, going to be a reboot. And it's going to be the Cena Suicide Squad because John Cena is reportedly uh, in contract negotiations to sign on for this. So this all, this all got born out of – so the first Suicide Squad um, – It was wasn't, bad. It wasn't great. Yeah, that's where I was going. I was trying to be a little nicer. Uh, Will Smith is great. I love Will Smith. Uh, Margot Robbie rocking the Harley Quinn was phenomenal. You had uh, the first take of the Joker from uh, from Jared Leto. Which he was bad. Not great. Also um, bad, yeah. that's. A, I mean, not great is another way yes, to say bad. It is. You're right. The movie was just very mediocre, I would say. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, so this, uh, this kind of got born out of the fact that uh, Marvel fired James Gunn. And yep. DC swooped in was like, yeah, to reboot the Suicide Squad. He was like, fuck, yeah, we're going to do this thing. Uh, for a while there, they were talking about trying to get Will Smith to come back. He can't. He's got conflicts. Then they brought in Idris Elba. I don't know about you. I love me some Idris Elba. True that. All about it. So Idris Elba's coming in. They were going to have him replace Will Smith. Then that kind of went on the back burner. They're going to make him a new character. And then, yeah, now they're talking about <laughs> fucking John Cena as well as Batista. In, I just call him The Rock. 2.0, and I call Batista the Rock 3.0. Well, it'd be the other way around, but I, I feel what you're trying to say. Also, I don't know that Batista fits in that DC mold, but if you could just have Drax cross over to, to the Suicide Squad, True that. that would be pretty great. Uh, Yeah, I mean, is there really... I mean, even with a guy like John Cena, is there who I actually think is like a pretty funny actor. I've seen he him in a couple comedy. of comedies. Yeah, he does comedy um, very well. Yeah. Is there any chance of this reboot being good? I mean, DC has just put out shit bomb after shit bomb. I trust James Gunn. I don't know that I trust the leadership at DC. I haven't I mean, seen Wonder not, Woman. It's not the director, right? Because they've got some big right. names in the past. But yep. Wonder Woman was a, like an anomaly. Uh, everyone said uh, Aquaman is pretty good too. I haven't I haven't quite watched it. I've got it on my I Flex server. It either. Yeah. Um, I, is there a chance it could be good? Absolutely. I, I think I believe in James Gunn and what he can produce, and I think he's got a big enough name around him that he can kind of swing, you know, swing that big dick and tell DC, "Hey, I'm going to make it my way, and you're not going to fuck with it." Mm. Um, Maybe a little bit of a lesser name. You can't really do a whole lot. Also, if you really trusted Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon to make your Justice League movies. Man, you're already fucking up. So I think James has got a little bit more leeway here. Do I expect it to be great? No, but uh, am I hopeful? I mean, yeah, I I would see a James Gunn Suicide Squad movie, especially if it was off-the-wall characters that no one really knows. Sure, I don't give a shit. If it's – I want DC to succeed. I'm just – I want DC to succeed. It doesn't matter who's in it and who's directing it and how much money they throw at it and what the plot is. I'm just out. I mean, they – we're on like – like the sixth Martha. DC movie that Martha. is Martha. 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 Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. What writer was smoking crack that day? And he goes, you know, we just need, we just need a good ending. Uh, should they have like the same mom? Like what's, what's the, uh, the name what's of the, the catering, mom? What's the catering lady's name? <laughs> Stuart. Martha. Oh, Martha. Martha. Got it. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Martha Stewart. Insider training. $65,000. Went to prison for two years. That lady. And Ron. Anyway. And Ron. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think there's anyway. any help for it, but, you know, interesting. Uh, I like John Cena. Uh, I like The Rock. I like Batista. Have you seen that uh, Bumblebee movie yet? Uh, I also have that on my Plex server, but have not watched it. I haven't it. watched it, yeah. I, I want to check that out. I think Cena's in that as, like, the villain role. Oh, he plays in that movie? Yeah, he's in the he's in Bumblebee. Yeah, that's, that's he awesome. plays like a military villain. Yeah, huh? How about that? Okay, I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, John Cena gets a lot of a lot of acting roles. You know what though? He's got a good look about him. He's got good look and he's got a really good charisma. Yeah, so he's he's slimming up though. I don't know if you noticed. I mean, he's he got, well, lost a little muscle mass. When you don't lift weights all the fucking time and you're not traveling all the goddamn time and eating all that shit, you know, it's a little different when yeah. you're in the movies. Also, he's got really bad hair. Although, again, we oh, talked about dude, it last week. He's got such bad hair. That thugonomics thing was pretty good. Yeah, that was funny. So. Um, new uh, X-Men trailer's out for the final X-Men movie, at least in, in the way that we know it now. We are assuming this is the final X-Men movie, The Dark Phoenix. Um what do you, tell what do you me, think? tell me, let, let me ask you this question. I, I know you're trying to, you're, you're the host here, but I said this question. Do you, have you liked any of these prequel movies? I think that they're good. Like, bra- I think they're good brain numbers. Like if I'm looking for a movie that I don't have to pay much attention to, or, or I just want to like, it, I want it to look cool on my TV and I want it to sound good in my, in my theater. I could, I could go for an X-Men movie, but as far as like getting into it, there are no Marvel so did you like the original well, Marvel movies? technically, but yeah, now they are, uh, you know, yeah. So like ones X-Men with two, the last stand, Patrick like Stewart X-Men 2, I'm and, sorry. X two is like regarded as one of the best comic book movies ever. Yeah. Yeah. The, the original cast. So Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, Ian McCallan, those guys are Halle Berry. How? Well, okay. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer's good. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah Halle good. Berry, I don't know. She's overrated as far as I'm concerned. Hot take. Well, not, she also, she hammed the fuck out of that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those are good. I will watch those. I think I have the trilogy, like, box set thing. Yeah. But um, then they, you know, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and the, the standalone Wolverine movie dumped off. And then they have this, like this crescendo with Logan. So it's just been a fucking roller coaster it's a, ride with it's that studio. It's weird, right? It's so you got the first X-Men movie I thought was really cool at the time. I, I, we were both very young at the time. So quaint yeah. idea of like a, mo- a, a, a superhero movie, right? There was one, one of the Batman. first. Yeah, very early. X2, yeah. really good movie. X-Men 3, I think they just kind of got lost in their own. Holy shit, people love this shit. We got to figure right. out what to do. You know, they spin off into the Logan movies, which I did not care for the first Wolverine movie. I didn't. Mine, I mean, the first one is with a really bad Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, so the second one's good. Uh, and Logan, I, I mean, again, one of the best comic book movies of all time. Right. Then they did like X-Men First Class. I think it was what it was called, right? The original. Yeah. I'll take In it. This, that was okay. It was fine. I, yep. I thought the idea of uh, Charles being upright and not in a wheelchair was cool. <laughs> and then, you know, the end of the movie was whatever. I think, uh, I think the glue of these movies – so far has has been James McAvoy and um what's the guy's name? Cum- uh, not Cumberbatch, but uh, Cumberbatch. talking about the Fastbender. Fastbender, Michael Fastbender, yeah. Michael Fastbender, yep. They they've and, been I, and I think that first movie was really good. And then the second one, boy, I'm having a hard time remembering what that second one was. That was when they did Days of Future Past, right? Yeah, with Peter and Dink. That, that lost the fuck out of me because yeah, it was a little mind fucky. They tried to cross over and they sent Wolverine back in time. Yep. And I liked that uh, idea in in paper. And when I watched it, I was just like, "What? Well, the it, just, fuck it wasn't just Wolverine watching? either. It was it was Patrick Stewart as Mag uh, as Reverend. Xavier, saying, and yeah. they, they all sent, came back. 
They want, but I'm saying they sent Wolverine back in time to talk to the, oh, the yeah, old the young dudes. You know what I'm so, yeah, yeah right. the younger dudes. So you had all those old people back from the original series, and I'm like, this sounds great. And then I watch it, the movie's just kind of poopy. And then they had that last one. There was X Men Apocalypse, and boy, was that just a shit that was a show. stinker. That was a shit show. So I have I have no faith in this movie. But let me tell you something, and maybe you feel the same way. You watch the X Men cartoon as a young kid, right? Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the best the car- cartoon storylines sure. uh, was the, the the Dark Phoenix shit. Right. And so seeing this play out on a big screen, I'm I'm excited that they're bringing it to it, but I have no hope for this movie. Yeah, I was pretty pretty uh, shocked years ago when they greenlighted. Um, an X-Men spinoff because that X-Men last stand, if you don't know about the X-Men, it's like, who, who the fuck is this chick and why is she getting all crazy loco Jean Grey? It like, they didn't, I don't, I don't even know if they called her the Phoenix in that movie at all. I don't believe Um, they did. And if they did, it was super low key, but like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fans were pissed off. I was pissed off. I I watched X-Men as a young kid, read the comic book. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Now they're now they're kind of rebooting it younger, and you know my girl Sophie Turner. That's my babe. Sansa, Sansa Stark, baby. Sansa Stark, baby. Jean Grey or Sansa Stark? I'll take Sansa Stark though. I mean she she she's. I mean, a I like a I like a fiery redhead. You know, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think I Jean think Grey I go Phoenix. Phoenix. I think I'm going Phoenix. Anna. Okay. Well, we each get one then. Yeah. She uh, break my dick right off. Yeah. Where where do <laughs> the X Men go from here though, man? Like, it, are they gonna get a re- reboot and absorb back into the MCU proper, or because they're they're out there on an island right now? They're not in. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're not. Yeah. You know, they're just floating. I think once they finish this up, I think we get a little bit of a lull when it comes to X Men movies. Um. I can see them folding that into maybe a phase four, phase five Marvel stuff. Yeah. I could also see Disney turning it into a Disney plus show and making it, hmm. whether it's animated or real life. I mean, they're doing a lot of they're trying to push it. We, we didn't talk about it this week, but you know, they announced all those Marvel shows that they're bringing to Disney plus. You got, um, they're doing a, a Bucky and, uh, 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 fuck. Why am I blanking on his name? Well, the hot guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier Falcon. and Anthony Mackie. Yeah, the Falcon. They're doing uh, uh, Falcons and Hawks. Not the same thing, by the way. Not quite the same thing. <laughs> um, they're doing Wanda, Wanda Vision, uh, which is just Wanda and the Vision in their own TV show. Yeah. They're doing uh, just a ton of cool stuff with uh, Disney Plus. Seven dollars a month, by the way. That's a hell of a good fucking deal. Disney can that- afford it. They own. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Th- that Mandalorian TV show also looks banging, but that's, that's aside the point. Yeah. I could see us getting a X-Men TV show on that service. I don't know about a movie, but if we do, I, I truly think you're going to dilute it down to the core characters. And I hope that they just introduce them as their own universe and not an origin story. I don't need all that shit again. Right. I think it would be a lot cooler if you have to be living con- under a rock to not know who the X-Men are. I think it'd be cooler if they kept the continuity of what the X-Men have already done and going, hey, you guys already know Patrick Stewart. I mean, aside from Captain Picard, he is Charles Xavier. I mean, that's what he is. You know, Ian McKellen, if he's not Gandalf, 
he's motherfucking Magneto. Like that for me, like that's uh, it. For I, don't, I think that one's uh, a little, little harder, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying there? There's, there's a correlation there that you've already built for a lot of people. Um, so it'd be nice to see them kind of pay that off for the fans, but Disney has no affinity to doing that, uh, based on a, based on a Fox merger. Um, I don't think they owe that to anybody. So we'll see. I would love for this last movie to wrap up nicely, but man, this is a fourth movie in a, in an origin story style. Yeah. It's a weird one to end on. So yeah, they're like, they're nowhere close to like, they're, they're still in the first third of the entire X-Men yeah. comics and they're on like their ninth movie. But you know, yeah. what's interesting is we're getting to the point with this next movie we're going to talk about Endgame, uh, Avengers where the X-Men actually come into play in the the universe of the comics is, you know, Thanos comes in, Thanos gets on their side, and then the next big bad guy is Galactica, which the X-Men play a big part in defeating. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, cross fingers. I'm kind of maybe hoping that the X-Men somehow they figured out like they did Spider-Man, you know, getting Spider-Man back into the MCU sure. versus I mean, Sony pictures. So, so ask yourself this question. If they were to bring in three X-Men, who is it? Not uh, Hugh Jackman because he said he's not doing it again. So just put that in your mind. No, no, three X Men. Three X Men could be Wolverine, but not Hugh Jackman. It pick three. I well, I mean, fuck, that's hard because like I, I think I think that I think the big three are going to be Wolverine, um, Xavier, and Magneto. But I, it depends I on who you bring in and how they they really have to figure out how old they are compare like who who do they want to go with do they want to go with these yeah. young people that they have established or do they want to go with like these older veterans that are somehow nick fury brings into the picture or something sure um yeah i would like to see those three though i think they're the most captivating uh x-men the pro you know the problem with the x-men is they're kind of overpowered i mean they're, they're godlike, yes yes for sure it, compared to other superheroes like there's obviously captain marvel and that, you know, in the DC, there's Superman and shit like that, but X Men are pretty fucking OP. Yep. I mean, Wolverine has a fucking skeleton that's metal. Yeah. Adamantium steel that motherfucker ain't gonna break. He basically can't die either unless he right. gets shot with an yep. adamantium bullet. But yeah, um, it, it's. I, I, I would like to see them fold in. You know, I think Marvel could use a little bit of humor. I'm not saying that it has to be Deadpool, but I think it would be cool to see a Deadpool like yeah. go into an Avengers movie, even if it's just a little bit of world popping around the galaxy and you fucking show up in this random universe and you just have Deadpool turn to the fucking camera and say something. But I think Marvel could afford to use that kind of humor um, and introduce those characters. And I think Wolverine is the guy. The yeah. hard part is Hugh Jackman has done it so much and he doesn't want to do it anymore. But Disney's got a lot of well, but Disney's got a lot of money to go. John hey, Cena, you. bring John Cena in. That's makes my stomach turn. Yeah, my stomach literally just flipped. When uh, when are you gonna see the Avengers movie? Uh, day one, six p.m. That is next Thursday. Then a week from today, I'll be yeah. uh, still in the theater watching the movie. Oof, that's early for me. It's that's a three hour uh, commitment that yeah. I am fully prepared uh, to sit through. That is that's our birthday weekend, Carly and I's. Uh, oh. she's the twenty fourth. I'm the twenty fifth, and you know her asking, "I want to go sit for Hell, three hours at, no. at an Avengers movie." So I'm gonna have to figure something out. Oh, um, I'm definitely trying to see that because I definitely don't want to wait too long. 
She definitely told me last night if Chris Pratt is in the movie for at least 90 minutes and on screen uh, most of the time, then she will go see the movie if it's three hours long. She said if Chris Pratt is not in the movie for that long, she's out. Oh, She'll there's no chance he is. I, and that's no what way. I said. Even I said at, he even might be in half hours. the movie. He might be in half the movie, but he's definitely not on screen for 90 fucking minutes. No. I mean, he was one of the guys that died, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like everybody died, but yes. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he died. Uh, he gone. My snap was bad. But he's like, uh, he's super powerful, though. I mean, Star-Lord's yeah. got, oh yeah. yeah. assuming he gets the uh, reality stone back, but whatever. I don't know how it's all going to end. I don't want to speculate because I just want to, I just want it to be awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I have not read any spoilers. Somebody said that five minutes of the movie got posted recently. I don't remember if that was the end of the movie or where it was, but a lot of spoilers apparently in what got posted from some maybe Saudi Arabian place. Right. I'm not sure, uh, but I've, I've tried to steer away from all the spoilers because again, less than a week, I'll be there seeing it. Uh, I would like to, I would hope that you get to see it by the end of the weekend, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, that might be tough for you. Um, well, you know, and when you talk about spoilers, the Russo brothers that are that are directing this are they put out a letter which got some got some heat. Uh, they Joe basically, Anthony. yeah, they basically said, "Hey, uh, guys, don't spoil it." Uh, and it was twofold in the sense that, again, if you're a comic book fan, you kind of know what's going to happen. You know, like, hey, spoilers alert for our listeners: uh, Thanos brings everybody back, and Captain Marvel comes in and fucks some shit up. Like that's, that's what's going to happen in in the large scheme of it. So the Russo brothers are out there like, Hey man, you know, don't spoil it. And, uh, for the people that have had these leaks, apparently the whole, you know, I, I heard about the five minutes, but also like the script was leaked or parts of the script were leaked. So there's some stuff out there. I mean, this might be the most sought after spoiler ish movie. Sure. Ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of the largest productions, uh, ever, ever in Hollywood. So yeah, yep. yeah it's, it's going to be it's a big, paying off, it's paying off how many, I mean, that last trailer they released, that was like a two and a half minute trailer. Yeah. It showed every single Marvel movie up to this point. I they mean, it was, have to, they have to wrap up a lot. I mean, are you going to be sad to see our Robert Downey Jr. And Chris Evans go? Uh, RDJ is definitely not going to die. Chris Evans definitely gone. No, I, yeah, well, I didn't mean like die. I mean, oh, I mean like this is, this is it. Retire? They're, yeah. their contracts totally, are over. I think Tony's definitely going to stay because they can they can keep him as the money guy and keep him as such a minute character that he's not really playing it. He shows up on set, records it for a, like a day or two, and he's done. You think, but I you think, think he's just going to cameo it, huh? Yeah, I think he make I think he makes more sense to do like the Nick Fury style cameo stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Captain America definitely gone. Yeah, Chris Evans hates the role. I mean, he's he's on record as being like, I'm ready. For, I was ready for this to be done like at Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I'll be sad to see him go because I mean, I don't. Think he does we're, a great job. I just don't think this this Marvel shit is just cr- it's crazy unprecedented. If you look at cinematography, like oh for to sure. put together twenty some odd movies over a period of fifteen or eighteen years or whatever it's been, it's like that have made this much money on each fucking almost. Oh each yeah, they're they're in the tens of billions of, oh. of gross gross margin the so movie the movie theater market itself will be hard pressed when these movies decide to hang it up which i don't know when that'll be well they're the but, staples man like one or two a year like guaranteed yeah um yeah it, and i think there's and a there's, big downturn they're going to keep pumping these movies out there's going to be an ant-man there's going to be a another captain Mar- marvel movie and there's going to be a this and a that but uh, you know, maybe the Captain America chick movie or Captain nothing America on the scale of what girl. you. Start, I mean, you started this 
with Robert Downey fucking Jr. I mean, you hit a yeah. you hit a home run first ball, like like pretty much post fallout. Robert Downey Jr. too, yes. like coming off the drug rehab got him and the alcohol. You got him on the cheap. You got him on the cheap, and you hit a home run. Yeah, John Favreau killed it. You yep. know. And it's been on a roll since. Like that was like the spark that lit everything else up. And you know, you've had your shitty movies, Thor two. Um, but you know, you know what? I take I take any MC movie, MCU movie over any of the X Men movies, though. Not a chance. Oh no way, man! I mean, even Thor two is better. Well, not not the original three X Men, but the the, oh, the, the new the, ones? the new sure. ones. Yeah, yeah I'll take gonna, any oh, of them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's no new X-Men that would compare to the Marvel movies. And I think that has to do with, yeah, the money, but the production value. And I I really feel that they take a lot of care in making sure that what they're crafting is something that people are going to want to spend these billions of dollars on, you know? And I think that separates them from a lot of movie makers that some people are just looking for a hit. You know, they're searching everywhere. And, And Marvel's about to get put in that spot of... If RDJ doesn't want to do it anymore and he's not leading your charge because you're not getting an RDJ movie every couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Evans is out. I mean, yes, we're in 2019. The women's revolution is huge. So a Black Widow movie, fuck yeah, it makes sense. It's going to make a lot of fucking money. But then no when way. you tell me, when you tell me you're going to give me like a Nebula movie or, you know, shit that I don't necessarily care about, you're going to introduce. Um, They're into these- obscure. Obscure They're getting areas. to very obscure characters. You know, yeah. you could get away with selling me in a Winter Soldier movie, but I would. I, I like Anthony Mackie, but seeing a Falcon movie would be kind of. You know what though? They they somehow get it done because the there are like no more obscure fuckers in the MCU than the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like a rocket when, when that movie came out, like nobody knew who the fuck they were, and they're by far they're they're so far away from the mainstream of Marvel that. When that movie got announced and came out, and then it's a banger, it's like they proved that they can take that and make it work. I remember being at a Quick Trip parking lot getting gas and reading on Twitter that they were that Marvel is the next movie they're making is a, a movie called Guardians of the Galaxy, and one of the two main two of the main characters is a tree and a raccoon. And yeah. I was like, "Wait, yeah, what the fuck is this?" But then all I, all I needed because it was neck deep inside of Parks and Rec time was. Hey, you know who's leading this cast? It's Chris Pratt. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. Yep. Immediately I was in. You know, right. I think that's a lot of it is Marvel commands enough A-list attention that you could give me B-series, C-series characters. As mm-hmm. long as you're still getting the acting nailed down, I'd probably still see these fucking movies. Sure. Well, so, and there's not even – I mean, there's not even – I don't know what the number is, but like – Again, there are not that many Guardians of the Galaxy comic books. They were they weren't even B class players in Marvel's universe, you know. And then all of a sudden, boom! They're they're right. the bee's knees, um, rocking out to seventies yeah. music. So, well, and I think a lot going back to James Gunn. I mean, that go, has a lot to do with James Gunn and his right. uh, his love of that that comic book series. Right. So, um, moving anyway, from yeah. Endgame, man. Yeah, Oof. it well we got that bet. You're you're over seven hundred, and I'm under seven hundred. Yep, yep. Gross, gross worldwide. So opening yep. weekend, yep. Um, that's probably why I won't go see it opening weekend. Like my my ten dollars <laughs> could be yeah, your thirteen dollars could be make or break. That could be the one, man. You never know. Um, let's move from superheroes to fantasy heroes, and 
Got the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer drop at Star Wars Celebration. Ooh, yeah, uh, Palpatine's back. What the fuck? Well, you know, is 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 Palpatine back or is he his showed up back? on stage after that? He trailer. did. He did. Like that. Rogan. It's a very Star Wars thing to do to be like, oh well, the Dark Lord of the Sith survived. You know. Um, the main bad guy across six other movies is also still the bad guy. Well, and it's like, what are they getting at that they bring Palpatine back in the final movie of the entire saga? Like, that seems like a real late way to, that's well, like the late game to bring him back. I think a lot of it has to do with, well, I loved uh, The Last Jedi. It's we Okay, it's called it. The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. I mean, that's pretty important because that has a lot of connotations with what the fuck's going to happen in this movie. Or, or it could. I've read a lot of different fan theories and people talking about it could mean Luke, which I would love to get your opinion on. But the other thing that people talked about was maybe that it's not necessarily about Luke, but it's about the Jedi lifestyle that they don't call a Jedi anymore. It's that you are a Skywalker. You have the Force. You are a Skywalker. Mm-hmm. It becomes – it becomes more about a way of living, and that's what they mean by the last Jedi. The last Jedi was Luke, and it's over. You're no longer a Jedi, but you are a Skywalker. And every, anyone that has the Force can be a Skywalker, not by name, not by blood, but by living and breathing that lifestyle and being as Luke was. And that's kind of where I'm at with it because that sounds – that to me sounds way cooler than you're ending a nine-piece epic saga with the rise of somebody – who's been in the movie since, or, or at least the, the family that's been in the movie since the first one. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't dig that. I like the idea that Skywalker is more of a religion or a feeling or a, uh, a, a skill set. And right. I think that seems way cooler to me. Like, uh, like that, like that little kid at the end of, at the, at the end of uh, last Jedi, you know, he might not be a Jedi when he grows up, but he might be a Skywalker. I like the novelty of the idea. I feel like in the pantheon of Star Wars that that would not be a great idea. I mean, the Jedi have been around for tens of thousands of years. um, And that universe is so expansive that if you're just going to get rid of the Jedi name and start calling them Skywalkers, like, oh. Okay, I could get behind it. You know, honestly, I could get behind it. That that sounds pretty cool. Skywalker is a pretty fucking dope name, and it's and a good way to break would, off the series, right? Yeah, it would make it would tie up a lot of loose ends. Yes, you know, the Last Jedi uh, that would Was that Luke. would mean more. Um, I think it gives I some context. Buy, to I could buy watched. into this. I could buy into I, this. I loved this a lot more than oh, Luke is still there, or Ray is a Skywalker, or so, you know. Being a Skywalker just is something so much more. And I think all of us feel that way because we feel very uh, – we, we feel a lot of ownership of these characters, sure, uh, of these people, of, 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 their, of, their, of their journey. And so seeing as much as uh, – and I know you said that you didn't hate the prequels, but as much as people hate on those prequels, you know, the Skywalker way of life – has really grown from, you know, this angsty teenager who really struggled and fought and lost to the dark side right. to his son and and his daughter who have fought to be at the antithesis of what their father really was and embraced the light one of which has has lost their life in doing so uh the, the second one physically lost her life <laughs> but we don't know how her story wraps up and i think 
you know, sacrificing everything for the greater good right. is what makes you a Skywalker. Because at the end of the day, Anakin being Darth Vader did just that, you know, he ended up sacrificing everything for the greater good. And so that's why I think the rise of Skywalker is not a Skywalker. It's just Skywalker. And I, I think that, I think it's got a lot more context than what we're given to it. And I'm, I'm really hopeful that that's the thing. So is Luke going to be back? Luke's for sure. I mean, we said that at the end of the, when we walked out of the theater the last time, Luke's right. got to be a force ghost. He's talking in the trailer. So he's already back. Um, Which I, no. I think they established with the fact that they put Yoda in the, the eighth episode. Absolutely. Um, I think that was like a four foretelling of things to come. Right. And I, again, dude, Luke is, they can't in this nine, this nine, Movie epic, saga. epic saga. Yeah. They can't end this without Luke being like the most badass motherfucker there ever was. Right. I mean, I, I just feel like they got to pay that off somehow. He can't go out a bitch. Um, I definitely don't think you're going to get him being a badass. I definitely think you're going to get Luke as a, as a force, uh, force ghost helping Ray, you know, especially with training and things of that nature. I don't think you're going to get what you want out of that because I think the badassery that you got of Luke was him literally giving his life for 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 all of those people. Yeah. What's what's interesting is Mark Hamill is really not on the media circuit here um, around Star Wars Celebration. And it'll be interesting to see in the months to come, you know, in like that September, October time frame. Is he on the late night shows? Is he on is he on the podcast and things like that? Because he was pretty well on the circuit when the force awakens came around and he was oh, sure. for all of like four minutes. Yep. So people were pretty fucking pissed that he's on everything all the time, but he's not in the movie basically. Right. And so I'll be interested to see how that goes because you know, it could go the way of like, he's on the circuit and then he's still not in this movie, which they've done before or right. he's a, he's on the circuit. He's going to be in this movie. So, you know, I, there, there was no reports on filming that he was on set or anything, and the filming's done. So, oh yeah, well, well in the can. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned that maybe he's not really in this movie. Well, or, again, or they shot his parts already, and you know they're just going to use those. A lot of it has to do with they started this whole trilogy, this last trilogy, to introduce a new set of characters, not to really continue the old stories. I think it just happened to work out to where the story they were trying to tell worked with these people being a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so Luke not being a part of it is kind of whatever if that's the point is to make these characters carry their own weight. If that's not the point, then – you better get your Luke, you know, better get your Luke Skywalker on. But yeah, when well, I, JJ when I, was pretty clear that during the panel that this is the this is the end of the nine movies that are about Skywalker, Skywalker. yes, right, and that I are about the Skywalker family, right. Um, so I think I, he, I think he's got to be in it. He's got to play a pivotal role, and I I do think it has to be a little more centered around him than you do. I, I think that this idea that they're now Skywalkers and not Jedi. Like eh, I could buy into that. That's pretty novel. I like that idea, but, you have to, but yeah. he's got to be in it. He's definitely in it. Uh, but you also have to keep in mind that you're talking about two Skywalkers that are still in that movie. Yeah. Well, Leia's still alive in, yeah. the, in the movie context. Yeah. And Ben Solo yeah. is definitely Ben Skywalker because he's half Skywalker. And I said that from the very beginning of the movie is this whole arc 
is getting Kylo to be good. It's getting Kylo to be Ben Solo. And I felt that from the beginning. We got it teased well, in Last not, Jedi. He's not half Skywalker, though. I mean, he's half Organa if you want to be technical, but well, she's her, fucking yeah. Skywalker. No, she's it not. Luke is Skywalker. She's you're talking about. Yeah, he's like maybe a quarter Skywalker. Uh, what? No, motherfucker. Well, yeah, Leia would be half Skywalker from Luke Anakin, and he would right. be a quarter from from her. Okay, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah, Qu- quarters. E- either way, he's still got Skywalker in him. Oh. Which is why, which is why it would make sense that if the emperor is there, that he would be targeting this person the entire time anyway. Is because he's always been after that Skywalker bloodline to try to do everything he wants to. He had it once and he fucked it up. Yeah, I, I think that that has a big. I as long as we don't get the end of the fucking ninth episode, is Kylo Ren picking this old bastard up and yelling no and throwing him down a shoot again? I'm happy. So when I when I watched that trailer at the end, I actually thought that it was Luke laughing. I thought it was Snoke, and that was like, no, that's way deeper of a laugh than it, what Snoke. It sounded was. like a very Mark Hamill Joker laugh. Sure. And so I I thought it was him. I'm like, oh fuck, he's going to the dark side, bro. And then you know Palpatine comes out, and and now it's like, okay, is it? Did they ever confirm that it was Palpatine's laugh? That that it was him. I mean. In all the interviews, they have, I don't know, they've 100% said yes, but they weren't beating around the bush of that Ian um, McDermott is right. in the, it, what, you know, was there. Ian himself said, that's not a new laugh. That's something they've had, though. So he didn't record anything new. Right. So I think a lot of what it has to be is, for all we know, you know, they show that big ship at the end of the trailer. You know, we're not going to do a trailer mm. breakdown necessarily, but I think the trailer looks good, but the end of that trailer is that's very – a very cool looking piece of a death star inside of an ocean. And so maybe there's something either leading them that way or they're either on indoor or they're on Yavin four. Yep. Yep. So I think what you're going to get is either old recordings of said emperor, which is what was maybe driving Snoke as well as maybe what is driving Ben solo now or, or mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, if you will. And maybe that is where Kylo is, is inside of this old chamber where the, I mean, where the emperor did all his business. He's trying to harm that energy, which yeah. is inside of this old Death Star place, which, again, everyone came out with uh, in Episode 7 in like an art book. They showed an underwater Death Star because they talked about that and possibly using that in Episode 7. They never did. J.J. Abrams obviously back now. Maybe he's paying, you know, paying it back to what he wanted to do originally. So uh, there's a lot of things. Talk about something people want to come up with some theories for. Star Wars is it, brother. People love thinking about Star Wars theories, right. and I'm all about it. I, I All I want is for there to be a solid conclusion. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to get that satisfaction. I mean, there's just – there's really not a way to do it based on the first two movies of this most recent trilogy. I mean, they could wipe everybody out and start over again. <laughs> oh, fuck. That would be the worst, man. That would <laughs> I mean, be the I worst. I would walk out of that some bitch, man. Dude, you were so pissed the last time you got walked out. Oh, I know. I was like, fuck this shit. He died. Yep. That's fucking bullshit. Yep. I was yep. pretty pissed, dude. I was real pissed. so pissed. I was real pissed. Um, uh, you know, last thing on this, what do we what do we think about – the fact that, okay, so we know Leia is going to be in it, right? We know that Carrie yep. Fisher, she gone. Is dead. Uh, she dead. Um, and they're going to be recycling or reusing unused portions of her episode eight acting. And seven. So, and seven. And seven. Oh, is that right? They're going that far yes. back, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do we think about that? I mean, she wasn't, these things weren't good enough to put in the last two movies. And well, I think they're somehow going to use shoot- them. 
I think you shoot a lot of stuff, right? I think you shoot a lot of stuff and a lot of different looks and a lot of different uh, words, and you've got enough on on tape or on, on you know on audio to be able right. to put together something. I would doubt Carrie Fisher is in this movie more than fifteen minutes total. Um, he said he said that she's an integral part of the story. I'm so. not saying that she's not, but I definitely don't see her being in the movie physically more than 15 minutes. I think she might factor into a huge portion of Ray's lineage, or at least maybe yeah. knowing I, I I've always thought that Han and Leia know who Ray is, but have just tried to keep tight lipped on it. Yeah. And I think that's in the trailer. You see her hugging Leia and crying. I think that might be the scene that we see. And that's your integral part is, Hey, you're not just some fucking dipshit. You're this. I, I just I, want there to be like a heartfelt scene where there's going to be a like a fucking big knowledge bomb drop. Like, oh, she's a Skywalker. Oh, she's a Solo. And then Bran Stark's oh, just like, a- we don't have time for this. Palpatine's coming. Okay. And he's got your fucking Death Star. Are you still are you off the Kenobi train? Nah, I mean, yeah, I, I am. You're off, you're off the Kenobi train. Wow. I'm off the Kenobi train. I don't think that old <sighs> that old fog matters. I man. Okay, last question about Star Wars though. Do they kill Princess Leia? Done. She's long gone. They're gonna kill her off. Dude, the purpose of this fucking trilogy is to kill these motherfuckers. I told you that. Oh man. Episode seven when Prince died, we talked about this. (laughs) I told you Prince. The whole purpose of these he did. The whole purpose of this trilogy was yes to introduce new characters while also killing off everyone you love. They started with Han Solo. Then Luke's bitch ass died. Now Leia's literally dead. Rest in peace. And I think we're going to get that payoff. God, I'm so sad, man. I know. You're you're a little bitch. It's fine. I just love Star Wars so much. I don't want it to be a shitty movie. You love Star Wars outside of the continuity that they are bringing. Yeah, that's true. Fucking and sue so, me, bitch. I'm just telling you, man. That's just <laughs> sue me, bitch. Love. I'm I'm we're, we're going opening weekend and oh, yeah. I'm taking I'm going to pack up every book that I own on a wagon <laughs> and, and burn that, it if it's not good and bring it. And yeah, if that movie sucks, we're lighting that bitch on fire. I'm down and brother. just walking away and I'll take I'll take oh. the arson. Th- I'll take the arson uh, charges, man. It'll be worth it. It's on audio now. So, I mean, they can they don't even have to ask. You I did it. Who burned all these fucking stupid books? Tony Welch. Who burned did it, these okay? pieces of shit? Yeah, who burned these fucking old oxidized, who, crusty books? Better question is asked who made this fucking terrible movie? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Haters, that's who. Huh. Fucking, fucking haters, bro. Can I, can I get J.J. Abrams to wear a regular tie, though? I fucking hate skinny ties. I mean, I'm not much. I, I don't mind J.J. Abrams, but whatever. I'm He's such watching. an eccentric fucking guy man like eccentric eccentric yeah he's out there uh let's see so game of thrones yeah quickly because we already did this once this week what's uh what's gonna happen this episode Uh, a lot of they've dropped a trailer they've dropped screen caps a lot more boring stuff uh according to the the coconut wife amanda yeah um she thinks it's gonna be a lot more talking i agree it's gonna be a lot of jamie showing up figuring out why jamie's there figuring out why the army's not there figuring out what the plan is once tormund and yep uh i forget his name flame sword guy yep when barrack show up gonna be a lot of planning uh there's gonna be some good character moments uh, probably some John and Danny stuff, definitely not paying off where we want it to. And then boom, 
White Walker's going to show up at the end. That horse footstep that we've seen in all the trailers is going to be the last piece of the, of the episode, and we're out. I do think that it's going to be about 50 minutes of shit to progress the story and close up yes. certain things, and then about five minutes of Action. prep. And, exactly, yeah. Um, but with the payoff being that the next episode is <laughs> damn near an hour and a half long, yep. and it is action-packed. Ch- Chock full of people going to die. Yeah, somebody's gonna get some good points here. Um, Who's uh, who? Who do you think? I mean, we'll talk about it after this week on on our Game of Thrones uh, Insta take on Sunday. Do you think this all comes down to uh, the the people left in Winterfell retreating and trying to get out of Winterfell and going south? Yes, going south. Mm, I think no, dude. I think they're gonna die there. Like if you think everyone's going to die, I I think it ends in the north, man. Well, no, I don't think everybody's going to die. I think I think obviously that the living are going to win out the dead. So, um, do you expect that whole episode to just be conducive to the north, and then fourth episode just kind of leave us lingering as to what's going on in the north, and it be everything in the south, and then kind of meet up? Yeah, what I'm what I'm really confused about that I don't know how they're going to integrate, or maybe they just don't do it. Is yeah, like. Cersei and King and the Lannister army cannot just stay in the South. And that's not even just the Lannisters, you know, the Tyrell army who took over those motherfuckers. You have golden army, golden well, company, the golden companies there and that they've got like 20,000 dudes. Does uh, Braun show up next week? Oh fuck. No, with the time travel aspect, he might, he might be there right now. Who knows? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, like how fast are we moving? And that's why yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm surprised confused. he wasn't knocking on their door at the end of the last episode. <laughs> well, Cause we could only have one fucking creepy ass look at a time. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with if they're going to do a battle battle for Winterfell, I think it has to be just there. But then I think the end of that battle cannot be, well, Man, you that- know what? They've been dropping these like I rewatched the first episode of season eight today and twice in that episode, they talk about the fact that he shot a dragon. And I kind of feel like maybe that's some foreshadowing that he's they're going to make a big fucking dragon glass spear and shoot it at this ice dragon. Maybe um, I think that would be pretty satisfying. I think it would be less satisfying than. The two dragons just but like fuck the whole this dude purpose up, is but. for someone to get to the throne, right? Yeah. So I don't think it ends in the north. It's definitely ending in King's Landing. I just don't know how. Well, yes, I I think that the mid season episode is going to be about the Battle of Winterfell, and yep. and then they're they're fucking hiking it down the east coast and going straight to King's Landing to bend Cersei over and <laughs> knock knock knocking on Cersei's door. Yeah. Knock <laughs> knock knocking on Cersei's door. Yeah, ruins baby. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be another very slow, very methodical, very story heavy episode I think yeah. this week. And I don't think we're going to have any updates on the game of Game of Thrones. I don't think I don't anybody's going to yeah, no. die. I, I I I truly doubt it. Yep. So right now we're we're both even keel right now. We're both winning. Yep. Um we we gotta switch gears from TV and movies and we gotta we gotta talk some sports because uh Tiger won the Masters. Are you a golf guy? Holy shit. Um I mean you were you were streaming some video games on uh twitch.tv slash T Welch. Yep. Streaming some uh some Borderlands too on, on Sunday. Yep. And I'd been watching the Masters off and on a little bit. And let me tell you, um, I, I'm not a every golf tournament kind of guy, 
but you're ridiculous if you don't watch the Masters. It is the Masters. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And Hello, friends. It's just hard. Wrong guy, but that's fine. To, it's definitely the wrong guy. <laughs> uh, it, it's, just, it's just tough, right? We have grown up in a world uh, with, of golf that has seen one of the greatest players hit the highest highs and the fucking lowest of lows, brother. And who doesn't love a redemption story? I I would be hard pressed for someone to tell me that they don't because I love some redemption. And so turn on the masters on Sunday and Tiger Woods in the final pairing, you know, you got three dudes, you got a dude who beat him out for, I think it was the U.S., the Open, or just the Open ter- tournament last time, where right. Tiger was close for his, his first major in X amount of years. Maybe you have the stats, I don't have them offhand. But he's he's playing against this guy, turning on ninth hole, tenth hole, and, you know, sure, Tiger's in it. And, man, you just get you get some energy about you. you. You start feeling it in your bones a little bit that yeah. we, we have witnessed this man do some unthinkable golf things. You know, Jack Nicholas is just, is the greatest of all time. Right. And the, the next guy in line yeah. is tiger. Right. Well, and he's, and, yeah. And it's just crazy that he went so long without winning a major. Now he's on 15, 18 is, is Nicholas's record. Right. And I don't I don't think he's gonna get to it. I mean I don't think he um, needs if I so on Sunday, once it's all played out, I said this motherfucker needs to ride off into the sunset. Well, you know he's not gonna do that. Yeah, but brother, what a way to fucking go. Sure. Um, I pulled a fucking tear on Sunday, dude. Yeah. It was it was a great moment. I mean, I watched it live and um I like the symmetry that was brought up on a lot of news show or a lot of sports shows afterwards of him going and hugging his kid and his first major, like 15 years ago, he hugged his dad. Uh, first masters, first, masters. first masters. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of just really fun, you know, full circleness to it. Really um, a lot of emotion. Yeah. And dude, don't, don't get it fucked up. Like tiger woods is one of the best athletes in the history of all of sports compared to the sport he plays. You know what I mean? Like he's not a better athlete than LeBron James, but you're talking about, I mean, he is the, he is the goat of, uh, of golf. And we have got to witness, I mean, he is, he's the Michael Jordan of golf. If you will, you know, he's the guy that we watched in our generation, just, turn the sport upside down and make it completely different. And to see somebody do so many great things so fast and then hit this wall where, Hey, this guy that everyone looks up to is actually fucking around his, on his wife with like 18 other bitches and doing cocaine off their fucking tits. Yeah. Well, you're like, Holy shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> golf's great. Man. Yeah. Like, right. Like you're my, you're, that's my dude. And then you're like, Oh man, that's not okay. Yeah. And then he hits a fucking, you know, he gets all drugged up and he runs into a fucking, a mailbox and his wife tries to like, his ass. <laughs> yeah. you know, shit gets crazy. You know, he gets a OWI or whatever, DUI or whatever it is. You know, the dude has had some low lows. Well, and not to mention the surgeries and stuff like that. 8,000 back surgeries, like physically things coming up in his life that are going to prevent him from yeah. Tiger Woods. Yeah. And then a Sunday happens and this dude fucking wins the Masters for the first championship that he's had in, in what, over five years? Yeah. Yeah. 2014. Oh, I mean, so yeah, it's just it's a it's a big moment. It, uh, it brings me to this question 
Um, sure. Is this right now our generation? Is this the greatest generation of sports of all time? And before you answer, I'm going to rattle off some things I put together to this is not all of them. I'm sure that I've left some out, but Tiger Woods brings minorities to golf. That's huge. He's 15 major titles in our generation. Patriots win six Super Bowls with the same coach and the same owner and the same quarterback. Uh The Red Sox and the curse of the great Bambino. That's fuck. That's a major one. The Cubs and 108 years of disappointment and win a, win a World Series. Yep. LeBron goes to yep. eight straight NBA finals. And only wins. Yeah, well, okay, we can talk <laughs> about that. But uh, the number, in general, the number of home runs and slugging in MLB is at an astronomical all-time high yeah, all-time, all-time and high. only going up. Correct. Roger Federer goes to 23 straight consecutive grand slam tournaments. Yep. Serena Williams dominates. Yes. Yeah, still him and, and, uh, Rafael yeah. Nadal. Yep. Serena Williams dominates women's tennis. Michael Phelps wins eight gold medals for the United States. Like that is just the start of this, but is this the greatest generation of sports ever? I can't tell you that. I can't tell you no. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the eyes on the product, right? You know, when when all that shit was going on before, not many people could enjoy what it was. You know, you had radio, not a lot of TV, way, way back. You're saying um, it's commercialized. I think a lot of it becomes commercialized. I think a lot of it feeds into um, uh, 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 money deals of, hey, Michael Phelps is on the Wheaties box. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like It's a lot of consumerism that goes on top of the being the greatest sports generation. But I think as far as athleticism and what people have been inspired to do, there is no other generation than you and I uh, in this generation that we've been a part of that, 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 that has topped it. Even the newer, the newer generation I don't think has really caught on quite yet. Sure. Um, and of course, you always want to say that your shit's better. You know, I, I I would say that football is probably a little bit more fun to watch in the you know mid '80s to late to early '90s. But I think the athleticism that goes along with what we have seen in from '88 to now is really hard to say. I mean, we watched John Elway win back to back Super Bowls and, and right off of sure. the sunset. We watched the. Uh, Atlanta Braves. I'm talking about my teams here. The Atlanta Braves won 13 consecutive <laughs> National League titles, including one World Series. You know, those are really big things that in sports are are very memorable. Um, you know, I, I do think that you could pull out certain things that happen in each generation, but I just can't think of anything. There's been a that's lot, been so much. The dream team happened in our in our lifetime. Yeah, you know, well, I, yeah, late '90s, sure. '94 sure, was the dream team, I think. Yeah. But that, um, that's that. That is our generation. Like that is. I guess it is. I would. Michael I Jordan. would call that the prior generation. Like would my you? my brother's thirty seven. I would say that that's his generation. Sure. Okay. But because uh, it's that's I'm thinking like two thousands plus. Um, okay. Y two K plus. But it's there's been so many things just in the last twenty years that have happened right. that I think you could pull out things that are maybe more significant in different generations, like the Miracle on Ice in the 80s. Oh, sure. That, that comes to mind. You know, you got like the Steelers in the 71, four Super Bowls. You got the the Cowboys in the 90s win three. Um, there, I think there are more monumental individual things. Sure. But I just don't know that you can put together a list 
that is longer than the one that we have that really captivates an it's a, generation. It's a lot of uh, it's, it's a lot, man. It just it's just a lot. So well, it's, and it's the money hard for that me to goes say into no. it is correct. Fuck, it's depressing. It's a big mach- it is a big machine, and that's where the consumerism comes in. That's why I say you know you you might you might get a little bit more fight from the mid eighties to early nineties uh, generation, but you're, you're damn right. I mean, you're talking about, we watched an NFL team go 16 and 0 first time since the 70, what dolphins, 73, 71, 72, 72 dolphins. Thank you. Yep. And get beat by the, the giants in the super bowl yeah. by David Tyree catching that fucking ball. On his, I mean, that's just some of the greatest sports imagery of all time. Yep. Well, and to to go back to who started this conversation, Tiger Woods, I mean, when you look at it, he is the highest grossing net worth athlete of all time. He transcended he transcended sports. He for sure did. Yep. We're talking he about a guy that sports. is ahead of you know, him and Phil Mickelson actually were were neck and neck for a long time, but you're you're talking about a guy that is his at the at the height of his career, his net worth was over a billion dollars. Right. He was eclipsing Michael Jordan. He was eclipsing LeBron James. He was eclipsing Phil Mickelson. He was eclipsing everybody in the NFL because those motherfuckers don't make nothing compared to other sports. But right. yeah, I mean he. Video games, TV, oh, movies, shit, yeah, man. You know, all that shit. I mean, he he was the guy. Yeah. And he was the reliable guy, and that's what was so crazy about his fall. But, man, you, you, you love to watch a train wreck, but you love to see a survivor come out of it. Yeah. And, man, that that Masters win is exactly what that was. It was great. It really was great. I truly rolled a tear. That was – I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. I thought this man has done everything he can in this sport. He will come in and play to prove to himself that he can still do it. But he won the fucking Masters, dude. Now, now's a good time to go go to Vegas and place your bets because I mean the odds of him winning uh, or beating Jack Nicholas's record. I mean, even if you drop a hundred dollars on it right now, the odds I I heard on Monday after the Masters that Vegas was putting odds of him not meeting but exceeding Jack Nicholas's record at like one to one hundred and thirty. Whoa! Uh, even put like a hundred bones down, man. And if you lose, well, whatever. But if you win, that's not a bad turnout. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's roll into what we've been watching before we wrap up. I think you know. I think it's going to be nice to talk every week, kind of about what we've been watching because we we both play a lot of video games. We both watch sports, but TV wise, right. what do you what do you got going on? Uh, you know, it's it's tough with the with the amount of uh, not downtime that I have. You know, I, I try to play a lot of video games for the other uh, podcasts I had to do with the Level Up Show podcast. Um, try to try to bide my time playing a lot of video games, but um, you know, I catch Raw and SmackDown uh, usually every week. This week they have the, the uh, Superstar Shakeup, uh, which is where they send different superstars to different shows. So you pull from SmackDown, put those guys on Raw. Pull from Raw, put those guys on SmackDown. And it's it's totally like a draft, right? It's not predetermined. Well, everything's predetermined in that nah, show, but yeah, but but yes, I mean it's technically supposed to be like a draft style, but it's not like it used to be where it's literally like general managers coming out onto a screen and going, "Oh, in this pick of the draft, I'm taking this person." Right. It was just, "Hey, we're going to lead off Monday Night Raw with Shane McMahon out there talking, and the Miz showing up on Raw and beating his ass, and Miz is on Raw now, you know." And then mm-hmm. they show up, and the the War Raiders are now on Raw, but the War Raiders are the NXT Tag Team Champions. 
But Vince McMahon made them change their name because he did not want war in the name. So now they are the Viking Experience. Ooh, that's a bad one. That's a bad fucking name. Yeah, that's not a good one, man. That's not a good yeah, rebranding. That's not a good one. It's not one, one where you the, come out ahead. They were War Machine in, in, uh, in the Indies and then War Raiders in NXT. So, you, you know, it was there. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the Viking experience. Woof. Any, any other big name swaps? Um, yeah, I mean, you had uh, the, the other biggest one that I would say. Um, Rey Mysterio is going to Raw and uh, AJ Styles is now on Raw. Wow, and since really AJ's, for it. Since AJ Styles has been uh, in WWE, he has only been on SmackDown Live. Um, how you know, that, can uh, you give us like a Reader's Digest on how that all started? Because that was that was that was post Tony Welchel being into wrestling. So like when I so stopped they, they watching, the, there was Raw and there was pay per view. Yeah, there was no SmackDown. There was no so, Friday Night yeah. Whatever. They they started SmackDown with a big fist uh, in the in the center of it, and it was kind of like the Rock show. Like yeah. they kind of branded it as the Rock was the one that was kind of creating SmackDown because he would layeth the smacketh down. Right. Um, so they they created that show, you know, as a good alternative to uh, one get more TV time. You had WCW different who was network doing that. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had UPN is what it was running on right. back in the day, um, and uh, you know you had WCW who at one point was running two shows. Also, you had uh, Monday Night or Monday Nitro and Thursday Thunder. Yes, uh, and so Both you know horrible think, games too. I think. WWE wanted to try to, to, da- to dabble into that. And so, you know, SmackDown became a brand where everyone was on and then they separated it for a while where he had certain people on SmackDown, certain people on raw. That's where you were able to get two championships. So, you know, you go to WrestleMania and you have somebody win the WWE championship. Uh, right. and then you have somebody win the, uh, the, you know, the WCW championship or, you know, whatever it may be, or the world heavyweight championship, they separated it out to make sure it would be different. So, you know, they went down that road of where at one point it was separated, uh, and then they merged it all back together. And then just a few years ago, they went back to being uh, segmented. So you had uh, superstars that were only on SmackDown and superstars that were only on Raw. And then mm. what they started doing with the pay per view schedule was there would be uh, two pay per views a month, two pay per views a month, one a Raw pay per view, one SmackDown pay per view. Oh, and that's, a bad that, idea. that's a lot of pay per view. Yeah, man, that's a bad idea. They still do that? No, no, no. They finally, again, went back to, okay, the pay-per-views are co-branded. Uh, and and the uh, the shows are still segmented to where if you're on SmackDown, you're on SmackDown. If you're on Raw, you're on Raw. So do the, do the um, SmackDown dudes ever wrestle the Raw dudes? You've had that a couple different times. At one point, AJ Styles and uh, Finn Balor had a match, and it yeah. was fucking dynamite. You had Brock Lesnar last minute have a match against uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, and Brock Lesnar have a match against uh, AJ, uh, AJ Styles. <laughs> And those matches were also just straight fire. So there are times that you have these guys merge and fight alternate brands. Um, but a, a lot of times it's just kind of you stick with your own brand and you fight those guys. But okay. uh, AJ Styles, when they finally separated out the brands, went to SmackDown. And, you know, he branded that as the house that AJ Styles built, uh, which obviously that play has been around a lot longer. Um, you have certain free agents who just bounce from show to show. John Cena is one of those. The Undertaker is one of those. Um, anybody God, that they's old, you know it. Yeah, I know. Um, he showed up on Monday Night Raw as well. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, the Monday after the Monday after uh, WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania. Yep. Dropped dropped a uh, dropped uh, Elias. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so, his hat went flying. Yeah, and his How hair cool. looks bad. Oh his, God, his hair is farther well, he back. Shaved, he shaved the whole side, so it looks way worse. Ugh. 
it's so bad. bad. He should just go back to being shaved. Anyway, so well, he um, just looks so, like he's gonna die. <laughs> does, yeah, him and so, like Shawn Michaels, all these old heads that they keep dragging along. Man, I just wish they'd. I don't know. Like wrestling's never been good at getting like just phasing people out. You know. Um. So from uh, SmackDown to Raw, and then from Raw to SmackDown, there wasn't a whole lot of big moves. Finn Balor, the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, he's he's over on SmackDown now, which leads me to believe Samoa Joe will go to Raw. Uh-huh. Um. And aside from really that, there was a couple other ones, but the big one, Vince t- uh, tweeted that that day, just just two days ago, that SmackDown is getting their biggest acquisition ever. Now SmackDown moving to uh, Fox, uh, in in October, so they're trying oh, to beef right. up that Raw. Got to beef up that roster, you know, make sure that the ratings are good. And so Vince trolls himself out there, old 70-year-old Vince, 73-year-old Vince, whatever he is, comes out there, <laughs> talks about game, shits all over the crowd like Vince McMahon does, and then introduces the, Why? the biggest acquisition in SmackDown Live history, and uh, it's Elias. And everyone's like, boo, fucking garbage. And so Elias comes out, starts playing, and then in the middle of him doing shit, all of a sudden you hear, banner. Which is uh, for those uh, for the layman's. That's uh, that's Roman Reigns' theme song. Okay, yeah. And, uh, Roman Reigns got uh, put on SmackDown, which is, I mean, that makes sense. Again, you're trying to beef up the roster. Roman Reigns, one of your biggest superstars, if not the biggest superstar you have, sure. um, has been invented a lot of WrestleManias against Brock Lesnar um, and has done a lot of things for that company. So Roman Reigns is now on SmackDown. He also Superman punched Vince McMahon in the face. Roman Reigns did? Yes. Wow, what a badass. Um, so, end of that show, he Superman punches uh, Elias, and then Superman punches Vince McMahon for Vince McMahon talking shit. Okay. So, that's what I've been watching, and then Survivor. Uh, we, we love Survivor in our household. Oh, what are they on, like the 35th season now? It's 35, 6, 7, something like that. Are, a lot. Oh, you're fucking serious? I was being, like, yeah. facetious yep. nope. intentionally. This is dead-ass serious. Jesus Christ. Is it still what's-his-name hosting it? Jeff Probst, baby. Jesus Christ. How much money has that guy got? Uh, a, a shit ton. I'm going to Google it real quick. Jeff Probst. Just net worth Jeff Probst. I mean, I watched I watched Survivor when Rest in Peace It's off. the first thing that comes up. Jeff Probst's yep. wife, salary, net worth. The, oh, uh, his net worth is $40 million. I, I would have expected that to be a lot more. For a TV show host, I wouldn't. $40 million is a lot a year. more. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. million it's a season. A and you get to travel um, so, to all these exotic locations. I watched Survivor with my grandmother when she was still alive. Like we watched that together. So the fact that I'm still doing that with my kids is crazy. Mm. Talk about a TV show that I mean, what, I, what TV I show used that to was, definitely watch it a lot. Oh yeah, it's still real good. We watch that in Big Brother every year. It's uh, we like our reality. We like we like our reality TV in this household. Um, um, Game of Thrones, obviously. You and I both talked about that. Yeah. Every Sunday for the next five more weeks, we'll do our Game of Thrones <sighs> oh, instant take. Sad phase. I am not a reality person. I can't stand reality TV in my old life. I like reality, like comedy shows, like Impractical Jokers, but you know, competition shows, not, not my thing at all. Um, I have been watched. So I finished the West wing. So like I, you know, full, full uh, detail here. When I'm at work, I pretty much always have Netflix up, um, running in the background. So I'm not like actively watching it necessarily, but it's on and it's going right. Uh, so I, I have to find series that I can just kind of like partially pay attention to and, and not miss out on. Yeah, exactly. Well, and 
I've kind of gone through and I've watched what are critically acclaimed as like the greatest shows of all time, you know, like The Wire and Sopranos and stuff like that. But um, goddamn, if West Wing's not an amazing ass show, you ever watch it? I've never seen The West Wing. I, I don't really like. <laughs> I've always hated that main character's face. Jed Bartlett, Martin Sheen. Mar- Martin Sheen. Yeah, I, I've always hated his face. Wow, that's a hot take, man. It might, it might be, but I, I yeah, I mean, well, just. Uh, so, fun fact, um, we started this talking about Trump. Uh, <laughs> Jed Bartlett Fuck. is the name of the president that he plays. I voted for Jed Bartlett in the 2016 elections. That's amazing. I, I did not like either candidate, so I wrote in Jed Bartlett. I don't know how many votes he got, but it might only be one. It was mine. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. West Wing's real great. I mean, they. it's such a real depiction of what a presidency is probably actually like American Uh, politics. Yeah. I would highly recommend watching it. It follows basically Jed winning the, the presidency and then going through the first term and the second term. Um, in the last season was, I actually think one of the better seasons and that's not really even involving him very much. So that was good. The, the wife and I watched highway man on Netflix you seen this? That's that's the uh, Woody Harrelson and uh, Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, two of my favorite actors. Um, uh, that's the movie where they are basically chasing Bonnie and Clyde, right? They're the guys that chasing Bonnie and Clyde. It, it, that's correct, yeah. and it's I, it's a banger. Yeah, I, uh, I know about the movie because it looked real good. Yeah, it's definitely real good. Netflix. I hear it's, real, I hear it's real daddy though. Like, and by daddy, mm-hmm. I mean like a lot of dad humor stuff. Uh, well, Kevin Costner's character definitely is. Like a dry that. humor type of guy. Like, yeah. like it's the type of humor like, okay, I'm a pretty much a cold-blooded killer, but I'm a cop, so it's legal type of deal. Right, right, um, right. Because there's some moments where he does some questionable shit where he just lights some motherfuckers up, man. Um, real good movie, though. And, dude, Netflix is like, they're on their they're shit, They're turning it dude. out. Yeah, they're turning it, it out. It's crazy to me that they have so much stuff. It's almost... I used to think like, how can they make all this stuff? And now I'm at the point where there's so much of it that I think they're just going to all these. Well, they're they're, I think they're just going to these studios and being like, Hey, you're trying to do this movie. We like the idea. And we clearly think that you are going to make it suck. So why don't we just like front you, you kind of use our standardized protocols and we make your movie. Like I didn't read how much it was, but they threw like a shit ton of money, that Beyonce documentary. And that went up, that went up today that, uh, the, uh, Coachella from her performed last year that that went up on Netflix today. I think they threw a shit ton of money at her for that. Wow. Um, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all, but they, I don't, they must have more money than God because they are turning and burning these TV shows, these movies, these documentaries. It's like, you have to scroll through so much shit when you love when you load up Netflix to even get to anything that's not a Netflix yeah. original. Um, but damn, if some of them aren't real good entertainment. You saw the uh, the Duffers are getting sued again. Oh no, really? Yeah, for what somebody somebody has got a pretty legitimate claim that they stole the idea for Stranger Things, and the judge ruled that the Duffers saying that it held no water. They didn't have enough proof to say that it held no water, so they're going to trial supposedly. That's interesting. So not not good for uh, Stranger Things people. When does season three come out? That's pretty soon. So right? June or July, I think. Yeah, um, I wasn't thrilled with season two. I didn't and even I didn't even watch season two. Yeah, it like didn't think it was horrible, but like whatever. Yeah, um, it's kind of orange of the new black guy. You know, you're just kind of like eh, whatever. Yeah. And then so, both seasons of that rest of development has been kind of. Uh, 
Um, I like Arrested Development a lot, and that makes yeah, sense. And what's so what's interesting is the the shows that Netflix takes over, not the ones they start. Right. I think are are the ones that are not that great. So like Arrested Development, they took over Longmire, which I was a huge fan of Longmire when it was on regular cable, and then was they that took on TNT was on or TBS TNT or something like AMC, that. Yeah. Yeah, one of those stations, but yeah, they they have a history of not bridging shows very well. But uh, the other player in the streaming world is Amazon, and they've got a fire show called Bosch. Have you seen? Oh, sure. Bosch? Uh, I know who the main character of Bosch is, but I haven't seen. It. I've been wanting to watch that Hannah show. Yeah, and I haven't checked that out yet, but uh, it looks real good. So Bosch was probably one of the things that got me into Amazon Prime Originals. Sure, they're. The fifth season actually drops tomorrow, so um, I'll be looking forward to watching that. But they've got four seasons. It's basically a cop drama. Bosch is based on a a book character, basically. Um, Titus Oliver plays Bosch. He's pre- pretty much badass. But, yeah, that is a real good show. I would recommend highly checking that out. But uh, I think I'm going to start – I've decided to start Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a – I mean, Silicon Valley is a fucking dynamite show. Now that you have HBO, yeah. I mean – I want to finish watching. I didn't watch the second season of our second, yeah, second season of Westworld. That first yeah. season of Westworld is fucking great. Second season's um, a real mind fuck. I I'm all about it. I didn't um, watch. I haven't watched. You gotta, you gotta like watch it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's I the, watched a lot of Ballers. I didn't watch the new season of True Detective, but Silicon Valley. That is. It's also one of those shows that you don't have to pay attention to, and you can just watch in the background. But it's yeah. fucking hilarious. I. I've heard I, that's why I've, that's why I'm going to pick it up and I it's you know so Curb Your Enthusiasm is, is another one I might might yeah. like to watch because I I love watched it I love Larry David but yeah so that that's kind of where we're at I'll start Silicon Valley um I think I'll watch Bosch the fifth season starting tomorrow just because like the fourth season ended on a on a cliffhanger but yeah um so that's kind of it any walk ons that you have no not a whole lot going on for me um. Uh, we, we talked about this on the other show, but uh, The Last of Us 2 wrapped today uh, as far as principal photography for those of you that are into okay. games. Uh, um, Last of Us 2 was kind of an expected but unexpected sequel to one of the greatest video games of all time, in my opinion. And I hold sure. to that uh, very strongly. Right. Um, but they wrapped principal photography on Joel and Ellie today. Um, that game is supposedly due out this year. I could absolutely see that getting pushed to the launch of the new PlayStation as they also announced some possible details on the new PlayStation uh, the other day through wired.com. So if you're into that, check that out. But last um, of us, definitely one of the pioneers of the video game industry that made it more of a cinematic video game than a experience. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, I don't, I don't, I caution to use the word legitimize, but boy, they just killed it. Yeah. It was a real good game. I mean, uh, there aren't many games that I've ever played that are emotionally charged. And even the ones that people are like, oh, this, this made me very emotional. I'm like, this did not do shit to me. Last of Us? You're kind of a heartless bastard. So put that out there. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, in the interest of honesty, but Last of Us, man. It, it gets you. That is a heartstring as, puller, man. As a man who's got a daughter and a man who's got three daughters, myself and, and yourself respectively, uh, or yourself and myself respectively, oh, um, yeah. that, the beginning of that movie or the beginning of that, sh- that, that game starts just a heart wrencher. Yep. And it just doesn't it doesn't let up from there, you know. Yep. And uh, uh, they're making a sequel. Gets me a little nervous because I thought they wrapped up that first one really well. Uh, but I fully believe in Neil Druckmann and that team. Um, and so Last of Us Two again should be coming out. I supposedly this year. I expect it next year to be honest with you. Uh, but principal photography done. Mm-hmm. I am excited to see what uh, what happens from there. So 
I think that's a wrap, my dude. I think so too. Uh, we'll be back again Sunday for our Game of Thrones Insta Take, and then yep. uh, man, next week. Uh, I don't know when we're going to be able to record if we do it before uh, end game or after, but boy, if it's after, yeesh. There's going to be some shit to talk about for sure. Some shit to talk about. All right, my dude. Peace out. Have a great night. Goodbye. Bye.